Well, friend, we have made it here to the end of the whole Homeschool Mom series. We are at part six. If you didn't catch the other five parts, well, it's super simple. Just go back to the five previous episodes and you can catch up on those. Each of those has a different topic. And again, the reason behind doing this is because, especially at this time of the year, is that I really want you just to think about these areas and think about, you know, what do you need to work on? Pray about what, what areas do I need to focus on so that these are things and then will carry over. And when you start your next homeschool year, they have become habits, whether it's in your marriage or it's in your nutrition and in your exercise, whether it's making sure that you get your rest, whatever category or something a little bit in each and every single one of those, that it has become a habit and a really good habit, something that is just a part of your life when you start your homeschool year again. Because right now is a really good time to work on that when you have a little bit of, we'll say, quote unquote, free time. But that time that you would have been spent, that you would be spending right now, focusing on doing math lessons or language arts lessons, even if you just kind of still do some of that over the summertime, you do have more time in your daily schedule and you get to decide how you're going to fill that up. Instead of filling that up with TV shows or filling it up with scrolling on your phone, fill it up with some good things. And I'm so sure that in these episodes that there have been some good things that you say, you know, I'm going to fill my time up with this other thing instead of that. And today we're going to focus on your emotional health and your emotional well-being. And I'm excited to shift some emotions in you today. Yes, there are going to be ups and downs. We are women. We have emotions and we often, I mean, to a, all women are different, but to a degree, we show those emotions and that's, that is okay. However, if your ups and downs, which probably go along with your cycle, if those are extreme ups and downs and you are using that as an excuse, I see this a lot. I see it a real, really a lot on social media as an excuse, well, I'm in this phase. So of, of course, I'm going to be nasty and mean to everybody. That's actually just an excuse to cover up a sin. So instead of using our ups and downs as an excuse to cover up our sin, we should seek to balance out those hormones. And I would encourage you then to go back to the episode about the spiritual health and focusing on your spiritual side as well in this whole homeschool mom um, series. But after that little brief introduction that maybe I just pulled the rug out from underneath, you're like, wow, okay, she's going straight forward here today. <laughs> I, I promise I will be gentle, but straightforward here with you. And so today let's talk about you as a whole homeschool mom and talking about just the emotions and how we can experience really good emotions during these homeschool years. Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions, and gain peace in your heart and home. I know that when we plant our feet firmly in this season of life and embrace our homeschooling, motherhood, and homemaking, we will thrive. I truly believe that we can do this from a place of peace and joy, all while growing a ton of contentment. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, Homeschool Mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. Before we get started on talking about the emotions of Homeschool Moms today, 
I want to encourage you that if you are having some really big or extreme motions or just maybe some emotions, some negativity, some depression, some anxiety, whatever the case may be that is holding you in a place, I want to highly encourage you to seek some type of professional help. Go and talk to your husband first. Talk to a good friend first, and maybe you can find a pastor, a counselor. You can find somebody that can come alongside you. So I want to encourage you in that. Today, we're just going to be talking about just the day in, the day out, just kind of a normal range of emotions that homeschool moms experience. But I want to encourage you to not hold back another day if you feel like you need more help than just this and you are stuck in a place. I really want you to find some help that is going to be able to come alongside you and to bring you to a really good place in your life. So today we're going to talk about a bit of a shift of a mindset and I want you to stay focused on this fact that you get to do today. You get to be married to your husband. You get to live in the home that you are living in. You get to raise these children. We get to do these things because we'll say like, oh, I get to go on vacation next week, which is a really great thing. I love vacations. Well, they're really, okay. Leading up to it, pretty stressful, right? All the packing and all the lists and getting everything, shutting the house down and everything that, you know, finding someone to take care of the dog, all the things that go along with that. But we get to go on vacation. That's what we'll say. But you know what? I get to do today. I get to experience this day with my family, with my children and alongside my husband. So I want you to keep that. Like I get to do this. I get to make dinner. And that's really hard sometimes for me to say. I, I'm, I'm a pretty good cook. I can cook some really good home cooked meals, but I don't necessarily love it, but I get to do it. I get to do it right now at this season in life for the members of my family that are living in my home. I get to do that. I won't get to do that forever. And so I try to stay focused and I get to make them breakfast. I make a big breakfast for my guys when they're, especially when they're going out working and mowing, I'm like, I got to make them a good hearty breakfast to hold them over to lunchtime. And I know that they appreciate it. They tell me they appreciate it. And it's hard enough that it holds them over, you know, for at least a few hours when it comes to teen boys. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my goodness, when everybody's home, I'm like, I'm fighting, feeding five adults. But then like when two of those are teen boys, it's kind of like, I'm like, I think I'm feeding like seven adults maybe. <laughs> but today's episode, I actually really need this a little bit today. My 18 year old, after spending almost four months overseas, has been home with us for about seven, eight weeks. And then just this past weekend, he set off on another adventure and he is going to be working at a ministry this summer. And I'm really excited about it for him. He's excited. It's something that has been on his heart for a few years, but I'm like, oh, I had to leave him again. I had to say goodbye to him again. So this episode is quite timely for me here today. And hopefully, hopefully I don't cry again. I'm sorry. Last episode I cried. It was a marriage episode. I didn't even cry about marriage. I was crying about my kids. (laughs) Oh gosh. Okay. So I need this one here. So I'm excited for him, but it's just hard. It's the coming and the going and all of those things that really wears on a a mama's heart at this point in the season of life that I'm in right now. All right. Are you ready? Let's dive into it. This is going to be like a short, punchy episode, I think, here today. I just have very, very limited notes. I have to write down some type of notes or I will completely, who knows, I'll start talking about, say, marriage, and then I'll end up in talking about, I don't know, a fishing trip or something. Who knows? (laughs) Okay. So today I just want to kind of touch on a couple of different things and the first thing here is I want you, and I have to tell you, I'm preaching, listen, all of this I'm preaching to myself too, is to choose joy. 
We get to choose joy, no matter the circumstances that you are faced with, no matter what is going on. And there are going to be hard days. There are going to be tragic days. There are going to be days that are going to be very difficult. That through that season, maybe in that day, maybe in those moments, you don't feel joyful. But as you walk through that, think to yourself, choose joy. I'm going to choose joy today. Joy doesn't just come and jump on us and into us and become us. And in the episode in the series where I talked about the spiritual part, and I talked about the fruit of the spirit, joy is one of the fruit of the spirit. And we get to choose joy. We get to pick that that's what we're going to be. I'm going to be joyful through all circumstances. Joy isn't just happiness. Joy isn't just walking around, you know, with your arms swinging and you're skipping and you're like, la da 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 da. It's not a fakeness. Joy is something that is within you, that you just have a countenance to you, that no matter what is going on, no matter the tornado of toys that's going on around you, no matter the little one that is refusing to eat their broccoli, no matter the math lesson that ended up in tears, no matter the toddler that refused to take a nap, no matter the teen that is kind of copying an attitude to you, no matter what, you are going to choose joy. And sometimes I just have to stop and stand where I am, close my eyes, take a deep breath and say to myself, I am choosing joy. There might be chaos swirling around me, but I am choosing joy. And it is walking through that and people will recognize that and say, wow, how can you walk through this? Or how can you, in the midst of whatever's going on and everything that all the things on your to-do list, you still have joy as you are crawling along the floor, cleaning the baseboards. I don't know. I was just doing that the other night because they were disgusting. They had, yeah. (laughs) And James came down. He's like, what are you doing? I was like, this is the fun things I do at night. You know, I clean baseboards. Not really, not not too often, but choosing joy, no matter what the circumstances are, the difficulty. And there are great days too. And we, of course, want to continue to choose joy through those really good days. And now the second thing might sound like a little bit of an oxymoron, but like what I'm saying, choose joy. And there's just, there's just something about you. There's just an undergirding to you. And that we might not always be walking around and, you know, happy, happy and stuff. But I want to encourage you to smile more. I had heard or read something many years ago. I have no idea where it was, but it has stuck with me ever since. And the author or the speaker had said something about, I don't even remember exactly the words, but when your kids, when they launch out, when they get older and they think back to their mom, what do you want them to remember you looking like? Do you want them to remember you looking, having a smile on your face or a scowl on your face? They're going to remember what you look like, like what you look like. They're not going to make something up in in their mind. And I was like, you know what? I want my kids to remember I had a smile on my face, not a fake smile, but that I was truly happy to be with them, that I was truly in the moment and wanting to be responsive to them and to be kind to them and to be loving to them. And do I always have a smile on my face? Absolutely not. But when I remember that story and I remember, I want them to remember me smiling. And like I just said, I don't always get it perfect. But at that time in that season of life, when I heard this, I realized that I had either a sullen face or a scowl on my face more than I had a smile on my face. And I was like, I want my kids to remember me smiling more. Yeah, they're going to do some things that is going to make me scowl. They're going to do some things that's going to make my face look downtrodden. But I want them to remember that mom smiled. She enjoyed being with me because a smile conveys 
that you enjoy somebody. And we shouldn't reserve our smiles just for our friends or just for the neighbor or just for the bank teller or just for the person at the grocery store checkout. We should also have those smiles for our children and for our husband. So now that you are smiling, right? Yes, I'm smiling right now while I say this. <laughs> so now that you are smiling, you have chosen joy. There is another choose that I want you to think of, and I want you to choose peace. Choose peace in the midst of all of the chaos that's swirling around us, the chaos in the world, and you know exactly what I'm talking about. And my husband will say, did you hear about this? And I will say, I, I know, I have not heard about that because I don't watch the news. I don't listen to the news. I do get some information. I do choose where I'm going to get some information, but I cannot continue to add more and more and more negativity, more traumatic events, more this, more that. I just, there's just every day, every day there are 20 headlines trying to pull your, get your attention. I'm like, no, I'm going to choose peace. I know how this all ends. I know who is the king of the world. I know. And so I'm going to walk in that peace. And it's not always easy when things are swirling around. And oftentimes I will then take my world much smaller. And I've done this for years. Even when my kids were little, I stopped watching the news many years ago. And I would tell my husband, let me know if there's something big that I need to know about. But I feel like in the past few years, everything feels big. And now I'm like, I don't want to even know about it. I'm just going to go to the backyard. I'm going to work in my garden. And when my kids were little, it's like, we're just going to take the world small. They don't need to be bombarded by all of the things that are going on. Let's just focus in and let's just have joy. Let's choose joy. Let's choose peace this day. So I want to encourage you as far as, you know, what you're letting in because our peace can become very unsettled. We can definitely not have peace if we are letting too much in. Now, I'm not saying to be ignorant and to neglect things but just that we get to choose peace. And when we do hear about things that are going on that do cause fear within us, saying, I choose peace. Open up your Bible, read the verses that are about peace and walk in that peace. Hold your head up high and shoulders back, again, with a smile on your face too. And you've chosen joy, <laughs> but just choosing peace. When we choose peace, our emotions will then have to react to that like, no, I am even keeled here about everything that's going on. I'm going to choose peace in this situation. I'm going to choose peace when I have kids who don't want to be homeschooled, who don't want to do the math lessons, who are, let's say, cheating on the math lessons. When you walk out, they find the answer book and then proceed to lie to you about how they did this one problem that you know that you never even taught them how to do. <laughs> Ask me how I know. And so choosing to have peace, walking through that, walking your child through the fact that you know that they cheated and that they lied and walking them through that, you have peace. This isn't, they're not going to, okay, this happened. It doesn't mean they're going to end up in prison. Okay. They cheated on their math. You're going to walk them through that. You're going to walk them through the character. You're going to walk them through the repentance that they need to, that they need to walk through at that time. And then the last and final thing that I want to mention here when it comes to our emotional health as a homeschool mom is I want you to remember that this is your season right now. Yes, you might have a toddler or a couple of toddlers or preschoolers that are climbing the walls, they're hanging from the chandeliers, they've got boundless energy, and you're also trying to homeschool some kiddos that are of school age, and you have picked out curriculum that you really love, and you have a style of homeschooling that you just 
is just so perfect for you and you're just trying to find the time to do it those days, just know that this is just a season. In a few months, in six months, that toddler or that preschooler will be a little bit more mature, maybe. And maybe if they're not, that's okay. You are raising a mighty child who's going to have a lot of energy and exuberance for the kingdom of God someday, right? That's what I would tell myself. But this is your season right now, whether it is having little children, having school-age children, having tweens, teens, or maybe running the whole gamut. This is your season now. You will never get this season back. So smile more, choose joy, choose peace, and walk through this season well in a way that you can look back someday and say, I walked that well. You, and I assure you, I promise you, you will look back and say, I could have walked through it a little bit better. I could have done this. I could have done that. We could focus on the I could have all day long. I can do that very easily. I can probably name a bunch right now, but I'm not going to. I'll spare you that because you've got a, you've got plenty of I could have done that better that you don't need to hear mine. But just know that in every season that we go on to the next season, we do have more wisdom. Use that wisdom and apply it to that season in life right now because you won't get back this season. And yes, there might be some hard things in this season of life right now, but we get to choose joy. We get to choose peace and we can put a smile on our face anyway, and we can enjoy the season that we are in right now, which I know is not always very easy. And sometimes we just have to put one foot in front of the other. And before you know it, the foot, the next foot will come up and the next foot will then come in front of that one and the next foot as we do something. And that is exactly why I wanted to do this series is that we become used to these. We're going to create some habits some really good habits. That's what you're doing. And then just starting just each day doing those. Maybe it's the working out and you're like, I'm going to work out three days a week and you put it on your calendar and you do it. Good job. Check off that you did on Monday and Wednesday and Friday. It's just doing something and then it will become a habit. And same with our emotions. By choosing joy, joy will become a default. By choosing peace, peace will become a default. By smiling more, smiling will become a default. And this side of heaven, it will not be perfect. But I want to encourage you to work at it because those things will come and it will feel so good. When you when your child does something, they <laughs> spill something and even though your default might be the huge scowl, doesn't mean that there aren't consequences to circumstances. But at the end of that, you just look at them and you smile and say, you know what? I still love you. Even though there's milk all over the floor, I still love you. And so what do you think? Are you ready to choose joy? Are you ready to smile more, choose peace, and to remember that this is your season right now? Thank you for listening to this podcast episode. If you have not left a review, I would so appreciate it. I want to read to you a review here. This is from Casey and she says, Lee's podcast is the most practical, helpful homeschool podcast I've ever listened to. So many only focus on the theoretical and big picture of homeschooling. She not only helps me keep the big picture in mind, but has helped me figure out little day-to-day details that have made my homeschool so much more successful. I always walk away encouraged and with more tools in my homeschool mom belt. Casey, thank you. And yeah, homeschool mom belt. I feel like we should maybe try to, you know, come up with some type of a design or something like that. It's got to be cute though. Okay. And super practical. (laughs) Thank you for leaving that review, Casey. And if you, like I said, have not read a review, I would so appreciate it if you would go ahead and do so. But thank you for joining me on this series I really, truly hope that it has been helpful and I'm really excited to see and hear from you. Definitely let me know what are some little steps that you are making in these different different areas of your life 
And then definitely let me know once the homeschool year starts, how they have become a habit that would truly bless me. And I just pray that you have been blessed through this series. There is a lot more good stuff coming this summer. So be sure to come back after the weekend on Monday and I'll have more good homeschool kind of mom stuff and summer stuff. And yay, we are almost here at the end of June. So excited about the summer and a little bit of break that we get to have. All right, friend, have a good rest of your day. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at Little by Little Homeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, Mama.